Have you ever been a part of a group enjoying each other's company? When a few members begin to share a story about a funny or interesting moment they shared, only to find their memories are different or confused. Welcome to Glimpses. Friends getting together, telling stories sometimes with different memories of them, and occasionally debating the details. Often ending with someone proclaiming, that's not the way I remember remembering it. We hope you enjoy the stories. So, welcome to another episode of Glimpses. Tonight's a, a kind of a special night. Uh, it's it's a school night. We're doing uh, Glimpses on a school night, and that's never good. But uh, there's been a special, we've had special occasions today that we're all celebrating for. Certain member of the, uh, the crew, he makes an appearance every once in a while, has had some success lately and we're really really happy so here's to success success, success. right so i'd be remiss if i didn't uh, announce tonight's sponsor tonight's episode is sponsored by tin man's tavern if you really want to get oiled up come on down to tin man's we'll work those creeks out Get you straight again and heading on down that golden brick road. Just and you ought to see the dancers. Just put it in see the dancers. Just put it in Apple Maps. I'm sure it'll show up. Yeah. The dancers are really, really short. They're short. Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm really good right. with the technology. Yeah, right. we may need to may need to give the money back to the sponsor on that one. So. Anyway, uh, thank you, Tin Man's Tavern. Uh, don't be cowardly. Have some heart. Head on into Tin Man's Tavern. And so, drinks are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not practically free. Yeah. Except you got to mix them yourself. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So, uh, tonight around the table, we have a couple of uh, guest stars. We have Samantha joining us in the background. And we have Marie with us. I thought, I thought it was Lisa Libel. Lisa Libel. Oh, and I do love mailing Lisa, Lisa Libel. We have Lisa Libel and her and her partner. <laughs> Lisa Libel. What the? We have the same porn name. No, we, we Huck Libel. You're Huck Libel. So, just before, just for a point of clarification for the folks out. Out there in uh, in podcast sphere, that's the thing. Um, if if you don't know, right, your your porn name. If you'd like to know what your porn name is, it's your first pet, followed by the name of the road you grew up on. First street you lived on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Samantha Church. Samantha Church. So my wife. God lover is Samantha Church, and every once in a while, I'm lucky enough to have sex with that girl. <laughs> I just love that a lot. 
uh, on the other. I hand, literally, I literally thought you were gonna gonna go something about yeah, praying on had, your knees uh, or on the so, other. On the so, other so hand, for our producer, am, uh, for our producer, my, cut this out. Oh, <laughs> cut it out. My, cut it. Cut it. My, Radio edit. My point name is Scooter Five Forty Five, which is <laughs> less impressive because my first dog's name was Scooter. And I had the choice between 545 Highway or 164 Highway. Turns out I wanted more girth. I went with 545. So why wouldn't you? Anywho. Uh, my whole problem is I don't even understand what porn means. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so old. He's yeah. innocent. All right. We're not even going to. That's a whole other episode. Right. Of right. Says, actually, yeah. I think it's one we've I'm, already, yeah, we've already put that episode that out. Night. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So, so gonna, anyway, we're gonna cover that one another so, time. So we're yeah. uh, we're gonna bring we're Wait gonna bring. Let me sneeze. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna bring back in. Sorry about the diversion there. We're gonna bring a uh, uh, really an I totally icon. Forgot what this episode's gonna be? I about. have to. <laughs> it's the, we're gonna bring a classic, uh, oh, an bootlegger? icon. We're gonna do bootlegger. All right, let's do bootlegger. Bootlegger. Yeah, bootlegger. So once once again, I'm <clears throat> I'm in the dark on this one. I'm uh, excited well, to you know, I, fired up. I would hey, like let, to let, say, let, let, well, before you start giving all your uh, your uh, caveats to this story, caveats. What is yeah, that? Yeah, well, that means uh, you're gonna you're gonna explain. You know, you're gonna try to tone it down a little bit. But the reality is, I grew up um, thinking that it was normal to run liquor across state lines <laughs> with the police chasing you. And I, now, I, I realized that the police by, did not chase me. Well, okay. I thought I came by it naturally. More like a. But an apparently, escort. there's a deeper story to this. So it I'm kind of curious. It was definitely an escort. Apparently, your story of bootlegging started way earlier with even some famous bootlegger names. So, I'd like to hear a little bit about that. Well, uh, you know, I didn't consider it bootlegging because I was five years old, and I didn't know the difference. <laughs> Neither did but, I when I was five. <laughs> when but, I was five, I was playing matchmaker cars. <laughs> well, see, match, actually, match you have match, to realize. Match, 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 match. Well, you have to. You oh have no, to no, Jim, hold on one second. Let's, oh, Jim, what? just one moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. When <laughs> scooter went, what did you play with? I said, "Mish mish hurt." <laughs> you know, uh, would, you like, uh, would you like another Manhattan? Yeah, I was just it. gonna say, somebody Match get scooter uh, Manhattan. Matchbox cars. When I was five, I played with matchbox cars. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt his story. Go ahead, Jim. We want to hear your excerpts of outrunning. Uh, so what was the your? Law. You know, so what was your first you know, memory uh, of uh, the good? What, my, what was your first well, memory? First of, of all. Life? My good friend Barry, you know, uh, we, we've been out all day, so I have to excuse they, him. They, there yeah. may have been a but, two p.m. start today. Yeah, it, I think it was one thirty. Might have been one thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Use but, his porn name. It's Scooter. Yeah. It's his scooters. what name? His porn, porn name. name. Oh. Scooter. See, I, I, for, scooter. you remember, I told you I didn't understand. Yeah. That. But anyway, uh, nobody here is old enough, so I think. I can tell this story, and I won't go to jail, and hopefully I won't go to jail because I'm getting a little long in the tooth, and I don't want to be here. Finish but up the story, anyway. Jim. What? Okay. <laughs> Love you, Jim. Well, back in, uh, this is back in during World War II, 
Yeah, now yeah. you know how See? old I am. Yeah. Anyway, uh, everything was rationed. Um, you couldn't get anything. And booze was one of the things. But my dad, at that time, we lived up in a northern Wisconsin, uh, a, a little town called Arvavita. Oh, yeah. And they have, tr- uh, they have trees there, right? <laughs> what? They have a lot of trees there. Uh, uh, no, mostly ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ice. <laughs> yeah, a lot of ice. But anyway, uh, he had a 1940 DeSoto, um, and this is uh, 1945. I'm five years old. It's near the end of the war, and uh, he's taking. Uh, booze from a, a guy called Ralph Capone. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, called I, what? Yeah. What? What's his Clarify, name? what was his name? Ralph Capone. He you, was, don't have to, you don't have to use a code name for Yeah, are you changing no, his first he, name uh, for the was, I think he was related to Al Capone. Yeah. But Al was in what, the what, slammer, what, I think. What clued you in on that? What? Why did you think he was related? I didn't think about it. At the, I was five years old. I didn't know what. <laughs> Anyway, my dad would go there and pick up, we'd load up the trunk with Canadian whiskey. And in our ninth, it's 170 miles from Mercer, Wisconsin, where we picked up the booze, to Bellevue, which is Green Bay, just south of Green Bay. Jim, if you could, if you could tell me, what year was this again? 1945. And when was Prohibition? Oh, well. No, no, this wasn't Prohibition. This was... uh, This was a shortage during the war. during the war. Hey, Scooter, he explained that earlier. (laughs) Don't be a jackass. It's so easy uh, for me. Everything. Mm, Hey, Barry. Even rubber was... uh, uh, I'm sorry. And actually, by the way, he said yesterday, um, I think in, in... the lead up to this story, you mentioned that butter was a shortage. How oh, was yeah, butter everything, a shortage? everything was Especially a shortage. Especially in Wisconsin. Well, I mean, you got cows everywhere. Butter's got to be like, you know, uh, it's got to be like uh, more than gasoline. Like, <laughs> like tobacco more, in Kentucky. Yeah, more than Kessler's whiskey. But it, during World War... Oh, my God, Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him started. Oh, Don't yeah. get him oh, started. Oh, uh, if they, had a, if they had a shortage of Kesslers, I'd die. Hey, hey Kesslers, we're <laughs> open for promotion. <laughs> Call oh, us, guys. Let's get back to, to the story. Back to the story. Back to the story. Anyway, uh, everything was rationed at that time. Tobacco, everything you think of because uh, everything was put towards the war effort. So there wasn't much whiskey. But we got all this Canadian whiskey. So my dad would load up the trunk, Canadian whiskey. And from we, Ralph. Yeah. Capone. Ralph Capone. From Ralph. From Ralph, yeah. He was, uh, I, I understood he was a brother, but. P- potentially. I mean, it could just be random last names. I don't know. No, <laughs> uh, it could have been. All right. Uh, you know, I don't want to get shot. I don't know this. <laughs> You're actually the history major over here, but I think. The Capone presence was pretty strong in Wisconsin because I think they can't kind of ran the whole. What was the place? Uh, Lake Geneva. No, Lake, that well, well, that too. But you had uh, uh, 
Little Bohemia, which was just outside of Arvada, where I lived, where the FBI had a big shootout. Yeah. The place is still there. They killed Babyface Nelson. They didn't that, do, but they that don't... was before my time. That was in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do a lot of stories about it, but it was actually a big part of the mob scene. Well, they did a lot of stories. <laughs> well, I mean, you never knew it was in Wisconsin. I don't, I don't oh. remember growing up realizing the mob scene was so prevalent. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin, but... Well, I grew up and I didn't know it either. <laughs> right, because, yeah, exactly. because you were five. You're so five. there there you are, you're okay. five, you're in a DeSoto. Okay. So my dad and I, I'd ride with him in the front seat, and we'd drive all the way to Green Bay, dump the whiskey, go back. Every Tuesday and every Thursday. You had your seatbelt on the whole time, right? Uh, no seatbelt It's a It's time. a click it or ticket. They now. didn't have that. Oh, okay. No. So at, we made it Tuesday and Thursday. And I'll tell you what, that old DeSoto had 500,000 miles on it, and it did. When we finally Ooh. got rid of it when I was uh, 10 years old. Classic Detroit Steel. That's a, that's <laughs> a lot of miles in five years. Uh-huh. It was. But uh, Did you go with your dad every Tuesday and Thursday? Every Tuesday and Thursday. And you saw yeah. Ralph Capone. That's a good father yeah. sometimes. You know, you, know, yeah. you, you know, everybody says that. But in my wife, when I met her, and I and we got married, and I said, you know, we're going to go up northern Wisconsin, visit my old dad's place and stuff. And uh, she said, she didn't believe me. So I said, okay, we'll go up there. So we went to Mercer, and I went to visit Ralph Capone. He was still alive then. This is 1963. And he was an old man then, but we went to visit him and I introduced him to my wife and told him who I was and he remembered my dad. He didn't remember me, but he remembered mm, my dad. Yeah. But that was okay. I didn't want to get shot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to now, so I mean this is uh, fantastic. You got to fast forward this. Because this is where maybe I start to throw in my own part of this story. Of course, I wasn't there then. I'm your kid. And uh, you still claim to be, what, 29 now or whatever you think you are? Oh, I'm getting older now. I'm going to be 39 in June. 39 in June. But (laughs) he was wagging in the 50s. (laughs) So I'm not. The math has always been very confusing in our family. Um, But anyway, so I grow up and... um, I I hear some of these stories. I really don't. I'm I'm young enough not to know these stories. I don't think I actually was in a vehicle that ever bootlegged early. I think I was in a late bootlegging vehicle where you were smuggling uh, beer from one state line to the next. Yeah, um, but incidental. Well, it's it's well past <laughs> the statute of limitations. Incidental. Oh, you know they can't. I don't want to go to jail. I know they can't put you in jail for it now. <laughs> I mean, you're all innocent now. All of it was more than seven years ago. I think that's the statute of limitation. If it's like 30 years, well, then you're in trouble. Okay. So, well, so he goes... I, uh, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so we uh, start... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, at that time, uh, when I was older and you were born, uh, everybody loved Coors, but you couldn't get it east of the Mississippi. So Matt... 
Matt. There he is again. <laughs> he, he always shows up. Matt. I don't, I don't know if Matt's <laughs> yeah. come up yet on any of the uh, released yeah. well, episodes, anyway, but Matt's man, name has been dropped yeah, exactly. a lot. Well, man, anyway, man, and every man, time in a criminal hole. sense. And they, no, just the way he it, says it, it's it, he's just like, Matt. Episode. There, well, there no, may have been a not true. Episode. I think he's throwing Matt and, under the Anyway, bus. a lot of our friends wanted to have Coors. So what date was this, Jim? When uh, when was this? Was this mid seventies maybe? Oh, it's got to be seventy before. Good Coors night, was... Eileen. I didn't even know Coors existed before '88. <laughs> yeah, that was when I was. Well, you were east of the Mississippi. You were east of the Absolutely was east of the Mississippi. I didn't know Coors existed until 1988. That was when I was an eighth grader, and I. I was going to say, Scoo, you're, you weren't even born. And that's about when it started coming across the border illegally. Yeah, it was. I, well, I yeah, that. but see, at that time, Coors was not pasteurized. Oh, for God's sake. What really? were they thinking? Well, anyway. Well, so for those, you know, maybe aren't familiar, not pasteurized, so what, what do you mean? What, yeah, what, what do so you So they didn't. They didn't uh, uh, send it that far. They couldn't because it wasn't pasteurized. It wouldn't, uh, it would... It would get bad. It would get bad. It would turn on you. So we had another, actually, Matt's brother uh, who had (laughs) trucks running out west. Is this the same? So we, all our friends who wanted Coors... You know, you want five cases, you want ten, we want five. So he'd pick up 20, 30, 40 cases of Coors, throw them in the back of the semi. Yeah, because that's what you take a semi for, for 40 cases of beer. Yeah, well, well, no, but he'd be coming east with a load, but he had room. Okay, you can imagine, like 40 40 feet. So he'd bring bring the Coors back, and we'd give it to all our friends. We didn't make any money. Oh, God bless God. you, kids. Yeah. God bless you, kids, Jim. <laughs> you know, son. Uh-oh. But I am a straight shooter. <laughs> Never lied in my life. Yeah, exactly. So and I, there may, let's go. I may, have, go. I may <laughs> have different memories of it. Than uh, you do. I do remember... Um, occasionally these random trucks showing up with uh, people in suits that were uh, dropping stuff off in our garage. <laughs> Just And then all of a sudden other people would come up and pick it up and we were like, it's like we were a distributor. I'm sure it was probably legitimate. No, that was just Joy Dog Food. Oh, that, that, well, that was later, too. No, that that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Thank you, Joy. But it's hey, awesome. uh, Joy Dog Food. this was a great, great time, great story. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh oh. I questions. I just, there's one thing. I've heard a little bit of Scuttlebutt, you know, when I go up to Green Bay on occasion. Is it true? It's a two part question. Nope, Is it true bad. that one, Burt Reynolds came to interview you when he did his role <laughs> for Smokey and the Bandit? Uh, and two, is it true that Lonnie Anderson left you a pair of her underwear? Number one. 
<laughs> I was not aware that that movie was based on us. Number two, uh, her underwear is in my left drawer and right. (laughs) So, first one is maybe, second one is definitely (laughs) yes. But, hey, to that point, I mean, if for all you people that are listening to this that haven't watched Smokey and the Bandit, it's a great movie, and uh, there's smuggling cores. It never is really obvious in the movie. But they're smuggling cores across state borders. So you are the original Smokey and the Bandit. And yeah. with that, with that, here's to the times, times will never, never remember, remember and the friends, the friends never will never forget. Yeah. We've really got to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a bigger sign. Good night, people. Hey, have a good time. <laughs>